hi guys how are we doing hope we are safe and sound hope all is well and, and i hope we're enjoying ourselves too so my name is omolola your uncle and you're welcome to another episode of all about god with lola so um if you are if this is your first time of listening to this podcast i'm saying you're welcome and I pray that the Lord would explain everything we've done so far to you. And please try, uh, please try to go through the um, trial page and check different um, topics we've talked about, we've discussed, different topics I've dropped messages on. And um, I pray that you'll see one or two things to learn. So last week, I actually talked about our identity in Christ. What does it mean to be uh, to say identity and what are the identity in Christ? We talked about different identities, different things we stand to get. Um, what identity means? Uh, what the things that would come establish in our life if we are, if um, God is our, if Christ is our identity actually. So today we are going to be talking about a very big topic, which. I am actually um which each which every Christian actually face. All of us we face it. Both our pastors, um our prophets, evangelists, the apostles, everybody actually face this problem. And it is called uh, it is temptation. So the topic for today is called temptation. This is like a topic that a lot of us don't actually want to talk about because we we don't see some things as temptation and uh, we have different um opinions about what the, what is temptation so basically i'm going to be talking about what the meaning of temptation is um we're going to talk about um, facts about temptation which is actually the main thing for today actually about the main thing for today is actually the facts about temptation and then the last part will be out of overcome temptation and i pray that as we go that the lord would um minister to us and um give us um understanding about the topic amen so um thank you guys for listening and um okay let's continue so i'm going to be starting with what is temptation and i was actually looking for the for a way to actually um to define temptation to define temptation in my own words but i could not actually get a, a way like um um i could i didn't know i could not get a particular way to describe it so i had to actually just check my phone and check for um check google for for a way then i had to I just have to put that definition and what i feel my own in my own uh, um, definition of what temptation is now temptation is a situation in which one experiences a challenge either to obey or disobey God's commandment now temptation is an enticement to sin temptation is an enticement to sin temptation is not sin is an enticement to sin that means before um you can commit a particular sin there's a there's temptation temptation precedes sin 
in the case of you um obeying okay in the case of you um obeying god's commandments yeah that means you are able to like um, do away with temptation but in the case of you being unfaithful to god's commandments you are you were able to allow the temptation in and you fall and you fell into the temptation so i said temptation is an enticement to sin and it's also a choice. No, God gave each and every one of us free will. That's one thing that I didn't actually learn early, but I, I learned it uh, not quite long. Like last year, that actually God gave each and every one free will. We have the opportunity to choose what we want to do. In as much as God has said this and this will happen concerning your life and her, just still the part there's there's a part that you need to you have a part in let's just put like you have a part in it so when it comes to temptation is yeah in temptation there's a choice that needs to be made you need to make a particular choice one we one one will either lead you to being faithful to god the other will lead you to being unfaithful to god now Falling into temptation will lead you into being unfaithful to God. Not succumbing to temptation will lead you to be faithful to God. Just the same way, succumbing to temptation will lead you being disobedient to God, and not succumbing to temptation. I mean, um, I will put not um, obeying. Um, I will put this now. Not succumbing to temptation will lead to obedience to God. So that's just the way I would um, want to explain the meaning of temptation. And um, the, our main Bible verse today is just going to be Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. Although we would not be able to read it because of um, time. I don't want to really take time. I know I said this almost every other podcast, all episode that I don't want to take time, which is actually true. But sometimes, lots of times, I often end up, I end up make, make, wasting time. Or should I say, taking time. It's not my choice. It's just the way um, our topics are being structured. So, now, in a sense, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11, that was just, but just a, a, um, a story about when Jesus was being tempted by Satan. You know, Jesus went for 40 days and 40 nights, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, 40 nights. And I know that someone that has been fasting for that period of time is going to pass through a lot of things, is going to be craving a lot of food, is going to crave um, things. You know, uh, uh, fasting has to do with sacrificing some things. So, things that you are used to normally, normally. And uh, you know, not get, getting that thing is a problem. And that's when temptation comes in. Now, so um, Satan, I will just give like a rough, um, um, like a, a rough um, explanation of the of the Bible verses for of, chap, of Matthew chapter four verse one to eleven. But I would also like for each and every one of us to go back and go and read it too. So um, Satan came to tempt our Lord Jesus Christ after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and he was he tempted jesus christ three three times actually now the first temptation was he told god to okay no god was actually hungry someone that has not eaten for like 40 days he told god to do what to turn um, stone to bread 
because it was actually in need of food i'm sorry for that it was actually in need of food to eat at that point in time so it's and it's not manna i'm hungry there's stone in front of me and somebody is telling me that oh yeah if you turn this stone it knows that god actually have the power to do that jesus christ actually have the power to turn stone to bread they just you can talk there's no bread around you now you're in the desert why not just turn this stone to bread and god replied that the man shall not live by bread alone but by what by the word of god but every words that come from uh, i think word of god i can't remember the way the bible phrased it and he left god then also he carried god to top of the mountain no he carried god to um the top of the temple and he told god i bet sorry sorry i'm using the word god christ he told christ to um jump from the temple that it is written in the bible you know that's what people don't understand satan actually understands the bible the fact that he was quoting the bible at that point in time shows that he understand he has a a, a full understanding of by of bible and the only way we, we can use the bible against satan is you believing the bible thank you jesus for that so the only way you can so i'm saying that the only way you can defeat the bible defeat the satan in terms of word of god is by you believing it and you enforcing it you affirming it because if you are saying something and you don't believe it, what's the essence? It's not going to work for you. So a lot of people think that when they are quoting Bible verses, that Satan does not know the Bible verses. No, he actually understands the Bible verses. He knows the power that comes with it. But it's all about you believing what you are talking about. You believing that it's actually going to happen. You believing that God actually said it concerning you. So he told um, Jesus to, um, to jump from the temple from the top of the top of the temple that she be the bible said that uh, god is going to give angels charge over i can't even remember that part that's why i said i really want all of us to actually um go and read it or should i just just let me open my bible to um matthew um today we're going to be king james version matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 11 yes Matthew chapter 4 1 to 11. So, um, okay. The first one he said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now, now, you know, you know later he took, he took, God, uh, what's the, um, okay, some Bible verses, uh, some Bible, um, version of Bible put it as temple. And some just, um, um, said, okay, he took God to the top of the temple, spinnacle of the temple, and told him to jump. What did the devil say here? What did he said that it, has, it is written that he shall give his angel charge over you concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now he knows that if Jesus flew from on from the top to the ground, that nothing will happen to Jesus, because there is a particular Bible verse that said that this and this and this will not happen to this person that means that even if you force from up to that it would not be hurt it would not um it will not sustain any uh, any injury he knows that 
Christ knows that also. So he tried tempting God. Tempting Jesus. Sorry again, I'm saying God again. And what was Jesus' reply? Jesus' reply said, It is written again. That means God, God uh, now. It is written again. God was actually um, combating Satan with the word of God. You know, the first, what God, uh, what Satan said initially was a Bible verse, a word of God. And now Jesus actually combating what he said with the word of God. He said that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Now the third temptation, he took, um, let's just follow, okay. Okay, now. So it now this it this took God to, it took Jesus to the high mountain and showing him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory attached to it. Glory of the glory that he said that I was going to give um Jesus the kingdom of uh, the kingdoms and every glory that's attached to that's going to give it to him. Funny thing, at that point in time he has the power to do those things. I think I once told I once told us in one episode. Uh, I want to you guys. I don't want to use the word you guys. Let me just use us in one episode that it was until Christ died was he able to collect the key of the old world, the key of life from Satan. So immediately man's man sin and sin came into the world. Satan had keys to to kingdoms. He had keys to he had the key of life in his hands. So it was not telling Christ at that point in time that if he decides to worship him, bow down for him, he would give him the keys to the old heart. And what was Christ's reply? Christ's reply? He said, Then get thee ends, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. And with that, Satan left him. Now, the whole essence of this is just to show that even Jesus Christ was tempted. Now, now let me talk about the origin of temptation in sense, not origin like that. Um, James chapter 1 verse 14. I'll just paraphrase it. It says that temptation comes from our desires. That means that you can't just be tempted by things that you are not attracted to. You can't just be tempted by things that you are not interested in. For example... If I don't like eating a particular food, I can't be tempted in eating that food. But if I like a particular food, I really love the particular food, a particular food, I would be tempted, I might be tempted in that aspect. That means that Satan just doesn't just give you things you are not interested in. He gives you things that he knows that you are interested in for you to be tempted on it. So that's like the origin of temptation. You are being tempted by things that you are interested in, things you are attracted to, things you enjoy doing. So I hope so far we've actually understand um, temptation, the meaning of temptation, the fact that Jesus Christ was tempted and that temptation comes from our desires. And we are being tempted by Satan, not God. We'll understand that later. So now we're talking about the next... Um, Main thing we're going to be talking about is um subtopic so we're going to be talking about is um facts about temptation. And the first is um I hope you're not being disturbed by the um, background noise here. 
I'm really, really sorry for that. First is, all believers will be tempted. All believers will be tempted. In short, everybody will be tempted. But, me, but since we are talking about Christianity, we are talking about Christendom, we are talking about all about Christ, all about God. That's why we are talking about Christians, talking about believers. So all believers will be tempted. Being tempted does not mean you are a weak or bad Christian. That is one thing that a lot of us don't understand. We feel as if that once we are tempted, that means that I'm weak. That means that something is wrong with me. Something is wrong with my spiritual life. Something is wrong with this aspect of my life. No. That's the number one fact. Then another fact is Christ was tempted and um I think we all should or we know that already. We check Matthew, Matthew chapter 1 verse 11 there. Christ was tempted three times, three good times. That's another fact. The third fact is that being tempted is not a sin. In other words, temptation is not a sin. That is one the most important fact I really want us to hold. Like, like, no, at this point in time, is that temptation is not a sin. But falling into temptation is a sin. That's just it. Even said the next fact. Our next fact is supposed to be falling into temptation is a sin. So now I'm just going to combine um, fact, third fact, the the third and the fourth fact together. Being tempted is not a sin, but falling into temptation is a sin. You know, I said the other time that um, succumbing, succumbing, if you succumb to temptation, succumb to being tempted, that's when it becomes a sin. That's, that means that you're actually unfaithful to God. You're actually disobedient to God because God would have actually given you, do not do this. Do not do, not do that. You know, because he has, um, um, he has um, conditions. Let me see. Let's just use terms and conditions that we should not do. And that these are things that I can actually hinder our relationship with God. And it's for our own good too. So um, temptation is not a sin. But falling into temptation, succumbing into temptation is a sin. Succumbing to temptation is a sin. Now the last, okay, second to the last fact will be temptation is a rite of passage. When I was when uh, when I received this, I was like, ah, rite of passage, okay. Which one is this one again? I almost not actually include it into it until I got the explanation for it. Now, temptation is the rite of passage in the sense that um, it will it will happen to every one of us. You are Christians. You are a Christian. You are a believer. You will be tempted. And funny thing, temptation happens at the period of time where you are actually overcoming something. It's like temptation happens when you are moving from one thing to another thing. When that way, let's say you are moving from overcoming something to you are moving to overcoming something to getting so much so free of something, like you are almost done with being free with that thing. That is when temptation comes. So it's a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage from one thing to another thing. I hope you understand that part. Then God is not the author of temptation. Um, James 1 verse 13 says, um, for nobody should say that uh, we are being tempted by God. 
that was what NLT said paraphrasing it though but let me just open King James version today yeah no some people will be saying that why am I opening King James version but this is that's what I feel like doing today James chapter 1 sorry I'm finding it hard to see James in my Bible okay James chapter 1 verse 13 let no man say when he is tempted I am tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil <laughs> neither tempted he any man so God is not the author of temptation whereas Satan is the author of temptation look at um, this guy in the Bible um, um, Jesus um, she the man that has several wives that was tempted. Jesus, what did I just how did I just forget about this man's name? Job, yes, that's Job. Job was was tested, was tempted, was tested. You know, he was he was faced with a lot of problems and um and Satan came to tell God that she this is your son, like and God was actually vouching for him, but okay, let's just see what will happen. And God gave him the test and hope. And if his friends Satan came to him through his friend and said, Okay, why not just renounce this God? Ah, is this God that is making you feel like this? She said, God, God does not see that you are passing through this problem. Why not just renounce the name of God? All those things that they were telling him to do. But he didn't. He was actually tempted. So Jesus is not the author of temptation, whereas Satan is the author of temptation. So let's go to the last part of this um, podcast. And um, so this is Dr. Screen is talking about how to overcome temptation. The first thing is abstain from all appearances of evil. That's how King James put it. But NLT put it. Uh, I addressed that in a different, uh, in a different way. I think he says abstain from all evil. But King James said all appearances of evil. So whatever triggers temptation, stay away from it. So there are a lot of things that we, uh, especially youths of nowadays, there are some conceptions. There are some, um, some. Uh, conceptions we have about some things and we feel as if it's not a sin and we feel as if doing it is not bad doing it is not a sin but the fact that that thing might lead to something else makes it wrong okay let me use an example of um kissing in a relationship oh it's not a sin it's not a sin but it is wrong actually the fact that it can lead you to start feeling somehow it can lead you to sexual sin makes it wrong so stay away from uh, things that will trigger temptation stay away from it leave it and just you can check first Thessalonians 5.22 for that it talks about abstain from all appearances of evil turn your bag away from it situations where you know that you might actually find it hard to 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 to, to um that you might finally find it hard to deal with Stay away from it. Stay away from those situations. Stay away from those triggers. Watch what you see. Watch what you hear. Watch what you listen to. Two, by the word of God. You know, um, Jesus, it shows, Jesus actually used the word of God to combat Satan when he, was, when he was trying to tempt Jesus, when he was tempting Jesus. So, um, confront temptation by the word of God. Use scriptures 
use Bible verses that addresses temptation to combat temptation. If you say do this, and God, uh, you just use that. For God said, God has said it that. Kiniko, uh, kiniko. Just I don't know how to um, put it here. Just affirm God's word. Use it to combat temptation. Affirm those scriptures. Believe them. It is uh, before you can affirm something, you have to believe in it. So believe in those words, in the scriptures. Then also affirm those scriptures. Speak it out. Speak it out with confidence. Then another um, way in which you can overcome temptation is um, another way by which just is by which you can overcome temptation is by praying. Pray it out. Tell God you don't want this thing. Tell God you are being tempted. Actually, what a lot of us don't understand with temptation is that we are not being real with ourselves. You know you are being tempted, but you are actually hiding it. Be real with God. God, it's not that God doesn't. He knows. We will tell God that God I'm being tempted in this particular. Help me. Give me strength to overcome this. And He will. Sometimes some things just happen that you are being tempted. If it's for you to just leave the place, leave. Don't come back until you are better, until you know that you have, you, have, you have the capacity to deal with it. You have the strength to say, to say get behind me, Satan. So I'm saying, pray. By praying, pray it and let God know I'm facing this problem. Give me strength. Give me power to overcome this. And so I'm going to be ending this episode, uh, this today's episode with um, remember, God will never give you what you cannot undo or overcome. First Corinthians 10 13. Let's read it. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 it says but we will not boast of things without our measure but according to the measure no i'm coming sorry i'm reading second corinthians first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 for by one uh, what's happening yeah i'm using 12 again i'm coming okay Okay, I've seen it. Let's go to the same verse. It says that there art no temptation taking you. There art no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. To be tempted above, but will, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that he may be able to bear it. So let's use NLT. Let's use NLT. NLT is more straightforward. Come I'm just trying to put on my Bible app. Okay, First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen. It says that the temptation in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out, so that you can endure. So just know that God will not give you more than you can undo. That means that if you're actually facing a particular temptation, you have the ability to overcome it. I pray that um, Holy Spirit is going to explain more about this uh, um, topic to us and is going to um, 
give us understanding, the spirit of understanding to understand well. In Jesus' name. Thank you, my guys, for listening. And uh, God bless.